Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. We are back, y'all. And hey, I'm going to start this show off the same way that I started our the last show we did, which was way back in June. Wow, what happened to the year, Cheryl? It's <laughs> I know, it's August, what's going on? <laughs> uh, like, wow, I mean, we, we had plans to do some shows in July, and then right. one thing led to another, and here came convention weekends, and you guys split, we split, I mean, and, and this, that, and the other, and then we were going to record one weekend, and uh, Dale went out to water his blue bonnets, and man, old age, y'all. <laughs> got to be tough to be old. I've been over to water my flowers and threw my back out. So I was laid up for like four days, hated every bit of that laying oh there. Oh, yeah. You know, walking like all hunched over and I, I couldn't even walk. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was just horrible. So anyway, here we are, man. It's August. Let's see. Back then it was like basketball playoffs and baseball was just starting. Now baseball's winding up. Football's fixing to start in like three weeks. I'm like, oh, golly. I'm shocked, shocked. Yeah. And I, and I kind of joke that Christmas getting ready for Christmas, but I'm serious now. Time to get ready for Christmas, man. There's like <laughs> maybe 110 shopping days till Christmas or something. It's, it's like time. That clock keeps ticking. The planet keeps spinning. It's all going round and round and round, you know? I mean, we're getting ready to head up to Kansas City for revival, which is, you know, the end of August. And way back then, it seemed like so far away. But here it comes. Gag, grab. Your granny and hang on, right, Cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I mean, it, it seems. I mean, we haven't talked in months. It was. I mean, y'all, we were started to record the show two hours ago. We've just been chatting. Exactly. You know, like, oh we're yeah, just maybe we need to cook. <laughs> we should stop now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we recognize we could keep chatting. <laughs> we could. Yeah, we could. So y'all, y'all are lucky we're putting this show in right now. Because um, we could have hey, talked and then decided that okay, we'll just record another time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, we'll go ahead and just make it while we're talking and yeah. eat it, and then we'll yeah we'll do the show next week. Yeah. No problem. Nobody'll know. <laughs> So today, man, we're going to be making craft chicken. When I first read this recipe, I saw it. This came on the came through the cooking in the dark list. I thought it was cracked chicken. So I thought, ooh, it's got peppercorn. Peppers, crack, you know, cracked mm-hmm. pepper in it. And I and it was posted by my buddy Blaine. Blaine's a friend of mine from uh, the C and I days back in '15. We were up there getting dogs together. And man, he saved the day. We were all tired, wore out that first couple few days of working, man. That's tough on people with the new dogs and stuff. You're having to rework stuff, go back, go blah, 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 blah. 
and he came and he pulled out some rum balls he'd made. Oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just what the doctor ordered. I slept like a baby that night. Man. That was so nice. <laughs> so Blaine's on the cooking in the dark list. He's up there in, in Canada, you know, just a little bit north of, of Dallas, Texas. But he's out, uh, but he posted this recipe to the cooking in the dark list. And I saw it and read it, and I'm like, man, that sounds like me because it's got my favorite stuff in it. It's got cheese. Wait, don't don't tell them. Okay, they, they have to I'll like come back. In oh, come back. Yeah, yeah. After can I tell them it's got chicken in it? I think you mentioned that the name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> this is really a chicken recipe, but we won't tell anybody. <laughs> so, um, crack chicken today. You're going to dig it. Hey, we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. But before we go, I got to tell you about my friend John. John's been going to this little diner by his house. He's been going in there for, I don't know, a couple, three maybe five weeks, so somewhere in there. And he thought he had a little connection with the waitress. You know, he thought the little waitress working there, she's cute. He likes her. And he thought she liked him too. You know, she kind of flirted with him a little bit, paid a little special attention. So he finally got, ah, he finally made that decision, man. You know, the scariest thing in the world is to ask a girl out. Because what if she says no? And it's like, man, ask them out. What if they say yes? You know, that's the best part. Mm -hmm. So he finally, man, he's decided I'm going to ask her out today. So he ate and they kind of had their little small talk and she's waiting on everybody else and stuff. And he's done and he's, he's, you know, she's already taken his plate away and he's sitting there and he's still trying to do it to ask her. And he keeps trying to catch her eye. And every time she glances at him and sees him glancing at her, she looks away and goes and does something else. And so he finally catches her over by the drink station on his way out. And he says, hey, would you like to go out with me on Friday? She goes, I'd love to. So they go out on Friday. And as he's taking her back, you know, after their date, everything was great. They had a great dinner, great conversation. Got a little held hands a little bit, had a little kissy kissy. And he's walking her to her door, you know, and he goes, you know, he goes, man, the other day in the diner, I was, I kept wanting to ask you out. Like every time I'd look at you and try to get your attention, you'd hurry off or do something else. And she goes, Oh yeah, well, don't worry about that. I, I, I just thought you wanted more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll be right back on cooking in the dark. Don't go anywhere. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We are back. Okay, Cheryl, you want to lay it on them? I can Should read we tell the... them what's in our recipe? Yes. So this is, oh, okay. I mean, it's a crock pot recipe. It's really, should we say the word simple? It is. <laughs> I, I would say simple. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's not on a difficulty level. I'd probably give it a maybe a two or three out of ten. Yeah. I mean, um, you do have to open a package of cream cheese. Well, two. Well, maybe. Sometimes that's a 10. (laughs) (laughs) A five-year-old could do it. Well, get me a (laughs) five-year-old. All right. Here we go. Uh, For the uh, ingredients, we need 
three chicken breasts, two eight-ounce packages of cream cheese, one package ranch seasoning, one cup shredded cheddar cheese, one teaspoon garlic powder, eight slices of bacon cooked in crumble, eight slices of cheddar cheese, and that's it. Cool. Now, one thing I just, just thought about on this recipe, it should be, I would say, boneless chicken breasts. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Um, uh, skinless is up to you. Uh, if you want to use thighs instead of breasts, you might make it four thighs instead of, or, I mean, I guess it just depends on if it, you know, if it's a Texas chicken or a, a Midwest chicken, because, boy, Texas chickens right now are pretty skinny. It's so doggone hot down here. <laughs> You don't even fried chicken comes right out of the field now, right out of the, right off the ranch. <laughs> Goodness gracious, it's warm. Wow. wow. So um, I've got, I, I just flipped our crock pot on high to get him kind of fired up. Okay. What I'm going to do with these, these breasts here, I'm going to cut them down into pieces, uh, into strips, just mm. to make them a little easier to manage. Because one thing you do with this recipe at the end, after it's all cooked up, you dip this concoction out and put it on a big old hoagie bun. Oh, ho, ho. so these actually come out to be sandwiches, which man, I think this, this recipe is perfect timing. Maybe that's why Blaine points it. Cause I mean, up in Canada, they're fixing to start football already. Oh, this you know, would the be Canadian a Canadian great... football league starts early. Wouldn't uh, this be a great Sunday afternoon, like football thing? Yeah. Yeah, you started on Sunday morning. By the time you've got company, it's like it's ready to go. It is. And uh, people can, you know, make their own sandwiches. Go buy, dip them up, and, and yeah. have at it, man. Yeah. You know, and then depending on how the game's going. You know, but I mean, this and one thing that's great about crock pots is this is something you could put all these ingredients in the night before. True, yeah. So all you have to do when you get up in the morning, Sunday morning, is throw this thing in the crock pot before you take off and go to church. Mm -hmm. So I'm cutting these down in just strips. So what I've done, I've just laid the chicken breast out, and I'm just cutting down it long ways into, into strips. Put these back in the bowl. Of course, I'm using my flexible chopping mats, which oh, that is deliciously perfect. That was that was hilarious because I was walking around telling Tim, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need a chopping board. And it, like, you know, for two days and I'm thinking, oh, I got to go and order a chopping board. And I, oh, just the thought of like, should it be wood? Should it be plastic? Blah, blah, blah. Oh and my gosh. I, I know. I'm having a deep like debate with myself and poor Tim <laughs> yes. has to listen to me when I start verbalizing these things. Um, but then I'm sitting down and I'm like, I have chopping mats. What am I talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <right>. oh, hey. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't need a chopping uh, board. I, right. So, so everybody, that, everybody that's our age will know this, you know. When Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana, you know, you pull one of those odd. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Remember how like upset she used to get at things, and then 
Not only was it, it was the wrong. <laughs> totally wrong. Totally the wrong topic. But no, they would always correct her. No. Oh. <laughs> totally misheard the statement. <laughs> yes. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're still slicing these down. But, yeah, sometimes we do that, right? We over, we just freak out about stuff. Yeah. And we've had a few issues here and there with little things and. You know, or what's that other saying? You know, you just do take do what you can do about a situation and then, you know, fix what you can fix. And the rest of it, there's you don't have any control over it anyway. Just let it be. Mm-hmm. But it's so nice, man. I just oh, so good. So good. But you're right. You're like, oh, oh. How long did you fret about that? Probably a while, huh? About two, three days. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that, yeah. you know, and then, then you go, oh, you yeah. know, or get an email and like, oh, man, that's going to be trouble. I don't want to open that. I don't want to even read that right now. And then you worry about it and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then, okay, you finally deal with it and like, oh, oh, my gosh, it wasn't even worth all the hassle that I just, you know, that all the right. worry I gave it. <laughs> so. Oh. Like when I lost my talking tape measure, where is it? (laughs) (laughs) It's right where I left it, where I knew where it would be, but I don't know where that is. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's always the problem. What I'm doing, y'all, I'm just kind of feeling, I'm sorry to interrupt you real quick. I'm just kind of feeling these, uh, I'm reaching into the bowl where I'm putting the the chicken back in and just kind of feeling around if there's any bigger pieces. What I'm hoping for is like about quarter inch slices somewhere in that ballpark. And uh, of course they're probably made a little bit bigger than that, but just little chunks, What you know, little chunks that when, you know, when you put them on a sandwich, they're not big old hunks. So, you know, ever had one of them sandwiches when you take a bite and all of a sudden the whole dang sandwich just slides right out, you know, all the meat <laughs> slides right out on, on the, your uh, lap. Yes, you're like, ah. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank <laughs> you very much. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. I'm looking good here. I thought I had one more. Nope, we're good there. Good there. Plus, there's just something soothing to me about getting my hands into the food. I don't know what it is. I just like it. I like touching it and feeling it. Checking it out. Let me wash my hands here real quick. So we got we got our chicken chopped up here. Right. Sliced down. Right. Now, one thing with the breast, too, cooking them in the crock pot. They're going to, um, they will shred pretty easily on the other side, you know, once they're cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing that's nice about cooking them slow in a crock pot. Oh, I just had a flash. I'll share it with y'all. Oh, we'll be in Kansas City next weekend. Next Sunday, we'll be in Kansas City, but I'm just thinking, oh, I get to have a, a tenderloin sandwich. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! Is that sad or what? That's man? pretty sad. That is. Sad. I know, I That's know, but sad. I don't get them every day, man. All right. <laughs> so, girl, I'd say, like you, going back to Boston, you get to have some real clam chowder, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. See, see, see. So, yeah, uh, yeah I can't get it out. <laughs> can't get it out there on the West Coast. Not like you like. No. Nope. Same thing to me, but yeah. 
Yours probably a little healthier than mine, but, you know, but my <laughs> eyes are good. No, it's probably about the same, because don't forget it's got cream and, you know. Oh, yeah, cream. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, and, man, I love clam chowder, too, but I can't have any right now with my gout flare-up as it is, but, boy. It's I'm not, not worth wait it. Wait until I can do that. Yeah. So we need to add to this um, – so we're gonna add two the ch- packages of cream cheese, right? Yep, two packages of cream cheese. Excellent. One. So, I'm gonna use Lois Powers. She used to. Now, what I used to always do was take a knife, my paring knife, and just poof, stick through the foil mm-hmm. and cut around the cream cheese and open it like a book around mm-hmm. the edges and you know top and bottom edges. And Miss Powers called me up and said, Dale. You don't have to do that. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. All you have to do is take one end of it, which I'm going to do right here. And you find where it's got that seam. You know, it's got a seam on one end where where it's kind of put together. And you just pull that apart. So you pull the seam apart on the end. That opens up. Then you can pull the seam Oh, all the way down the, the packet. All the way down the package. Right. And it opens right up. So, ta-da, there's our cream cheese. And then it just comes right out. Flops right out. Don't use the store brand. I don't know what they do to the store brand, but it turned me off forever to store brand cream cheese. I mean, that stuff just never melted. Hmm. I'm like, are you kidding me? It was just horrible. I did not like it. I didn't like the flavor, so... I'm kind of like, I do not like green eggs and ham, Sam, I am. I do not like store cream cheese. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do some great a little cheese here. So I've got a block of cheddar, sharp cheddar. Sharp is good. I love sharp cheddar cheese. It is lovely. Now, I know if your husband were making this, he'd be saying jalapeno jack cheese. He probably would. (laughs) Which I think that would be delicious, too. In fact, I, I toyed with the idea of putting some jalapenos in here but i think we will serve them have them on the side some sliced jalapenos okay if somebody wants to add them Mm -hmm. because again man this is a sandwich and it's going to be a big old gooey floppy oh yeah just says football all over it man it does it says an old jerseys you know yeah some beer running down your arm Watching that Monday night football or whatever you're doing. Let me cut this block. We need about a cup of this. Yeah. I'm not going to exactly measure a cup out, but I know a a cup is going to be about a half of this. This is a 16 ounce. Right. So a cup is eight eight ounces? Yes. Yeah, a cup is eight ounces. So I'm going to cut about half of it. And then we're going to add one thing we want to do to prep it for the sandwich building is more sliced cheddar cheese. So we'll do that on the other side. We'll slide, get it ready to for our sandwich creation. Gosh, I just love sandwiches, you know? Kind of feel like Joey on Friends sometimes. He loves sandwiches, too. <laughs> I think my favorite sandwich is a big old club. I also like a, a cheese steak. Ooh, a, a good cheesesteak sandwich is delicious. 
man, they're hard to find. There's a lot oh, of imitations, yeah. you know? And the people who put, like, the fake cheese, you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, what have yeah. you done? <laughs> what yeah, you... To be like, what have you done to that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one thing I do buy, like, at the deli. I buy real American. I buy white American cheese. Mm-hmm. I buy baby Swiss. I do buy jalapeno jack. You know, I mean, those are some of my favorite cheeses. Yeah. But, you know, even, and I mean, you know, we're talking, but cheese, like everything else, it's even more expensive than it used to be. Oh, my gosh. It is. Yeah. I was happy to see that eggs finally came down. Oh, my gosh. Wasn't that insane? Yeah. I was just like, what is going on? (laughs) They were not happy with the chickens, though, for a while. I was like, it's not their fault. They're all dead anyway. That's what happened. Yeah, avian bird flu. Man, right? Give them an aspirin. Send them home. Take drink two (laughs) glasses of water. Call me in the morning. Okay, so we're going to do our ranch dip mix here. Pour it in. I'm just going to open it up and kind of sprinkle it across the top. And hey, a little tip, too, while we're talking about money and cost of stuff, y'all. If you get an opportunity at your grocery store, find out if they have a bulk area b-u-l-k mm. where you can buy things in bulk instead of pre-packaged i mean but check there i mean you can buy all kinds of cool stuff in our bulk area they even have some great um like i don't know what you call it i mean uh, uh trail mix type contraptions you can oh, buy I love trail mix raisins you can buy mothballs right. you can all kinds of stuff there so yeah check that out i mean sugars salt seasonings fyi y'all check all that out so um, I need to put the garlic powder in one teaspoon, one, one teaspoon, tablespoon. Teaspoon. One I'm going to double check. Hold on. All right. Doesn't seem like very much. If you know. One teaspoon garlic powder. Okay. All right. But don't forget, in a lot of recipes, right, we say, like, follow the recipe the first time, right, and establish sort of your base. And then once yes. you've done that, you can go like, ah, I like it spicier. So I'm going to use the jalapeno the pepper jack cheese instead of just the aged cheddar. That's right. Or, I'm putting in two tablespoons of this stuff. Man. Exactly. I like garlic. You know? I like garlic. That's so funny because I was thinking the same thing right. when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. You and I have been hanging out too long. <laughs> uh, it has been a few years. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, <laughs> you're acting more like me every day. <laughs> uh, to the modest surprise and chagrin. It's like, I, I didn't do it. It's not me. I didn't know it's Dale. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So I guess I need to kind of stir that up a little bit, maybe. Huh, it doesn't really say, does it? I it doesn't. It just says, yeah. Bit. And then it said, just cover the crock pot, let it go and for walk three away. to four hours. It's lovely. Three to four hours. Lovely. Yeah, so little did y'all know, tuning in, you're going to be here for three to four hours <laughs> with us. But luckily for y'all, we have the magic man, and he has the controls. He does. He can make time for He can't make time go backwards, but he can speed it up. Because if he could, I need to go back in time. I need to put $1,000 on the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Anyway, okay. So we've got our lid on. 
we're going to let this go for three to four hours. So y'all say where you're at. It'll be a few minutes for you. It'll be three to four hours for us. Well, not that quite that long, maybe four, two, well, two and a half hours. Anyway, we'll be back on Cooking in the Dark. Thanks for hanging out with us. Don't go anywhere. Now with more of the show. Here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. We're back. Okay. Right. Our, uh, our our chicken's been chickening in the crocking, in the potting, I guess, crock potting. <laughs> <laughs> for for about two and a half hours, we're coming up. You know, they said three to four hours, so we won't give it time. You don't want to eat any raw chicken. Right. We'll just let it keep going. It's pretty forgiving in the crock pot. Um, one thing I did do, though, y'all, that I didn't mention before is I kind of blocked the lid um what that means is i took a toothpick and put it under the lid of the crock pot so it kind of created a little bit of a gap to let some of the moisture out there was still quite a bit of moisture in the chicken and i didn't want this to become really soupy mm. you know to where when you put it on the bread it kind of kind of becomes nasty yeah so i just kind of kind of put that toothpick in to kind of let it create a gap and that allows the the steam to get out so that it um, it won't get real watery. We do that when we there's a dessert recipe we make too using the crock pot that you do that in so it's not real soupy. Oh, and and well if you make there's a chocolate chip um I think like a it comes out like a coffee cake that you can make in the Yes. And you, That's yeah. You, you, We've done that on the show too, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's delicious. Yeah, yeah that's a that's the magic man's influence. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put some uh, bacon in a skillet here. We're gonna fry up some bacon. Uh, we've got thick slice bacon. When I fry bacon, y'all, you don't have to flip it. So I just lay it in the skillet. And let it go. I cook it on medium high for about 10 minutes. And that usually does the trick. If it still needs a little more cook time, you know, because I like crispy bacon. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like I don't like the soggy, limpy bacon little flippy floppy bacon you know i like it kind of crispy so if, if it's not done crispy enough to where i like it i'll take it out and put it on a paper plate with a paper towel on it and then just toss it in the microwave for maybe another 30 or 40 seconds just to kind of crisp it up a little bit i like that this usually does this usually does a good job though um i put a lid on the skillet so we're at medium high set timer 10 minutes and away it goes but let, let's say you want to do it in the microwave okay Mm-hmm. So, which is um, a which is a really good option too. It is, it is, and some people like to do it in the oven. Yeah, you know where you lay it out in the oven and bake it like at what four twenty five or so. Right. For um, or four hundred for like thirty minutes or so. So what I'm doing here is I'm just laying some paper towels out, 
on a paper plate. If you have one of those great microwave uh, bacon cookers, you can do the same thing. So it keeps oh, the grease from cool. splattering all yeah, over the yeah. place. So you can lay them on. But I didn't bring the cover. I mean, I didn't bring the, the cooker today. I didn't even think about it. My fault. Proper planning, right? <laughs> I didn't plan properly. So I should be chastised. I'm just laying our bacon out here on our paper towel on our paper plate. There we go. And you're going to need to adjust this for your particular microwave. Everyone has a little different power wattage. I know in our microwave in here. So, hey, I put this bacon. I'm sorry. I threw this microwave bacon. I mean, this bacon in our microwave. Um, I put it in for three minutes and 45 seconds. Okay. I've got four slices of it in there. Now, our microwave in the house here, in the, in the, in the, in here is like 750 watts. Okay. Yeah. So I agree with you. Depending on the wattage of your, your microwave, you might want to be a little cautious initially, right? Yeah. Just watch, so. just watch, just learn your mic. I mean, everybody knows their microwave, yeah. you know? So if I'm saying this amount of time, adjust yours accordingly, because some <laughs> microwaves now are 1100 watts, 1400 watts, yep. you know? I, yep. I think they're, we've they're got like an 1100 watt one. Yeah. 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 So man, that cooks. It does. Like you got to pay attention. That's right. So I'm going to get my air fryer cranked up here. We're about ready to make a sandwich. Our bacon will be coming out in a minute. Ooh, what about our cheese? Our cheese. Our cheese, I've done slicing it right now, getting ready to. Okay. So I'm getting my cheese slicer out, and I've just got one of those old-fashioned wire cheese slicers, y'all, with the little handle on it that you drag down through it. There she is. Love it. So we need some slices of cheese, if you please. Okay. I'm just dragging this wire, this slicer down. You know, it's got the little roller on it. There's one slice. There's two slices. There's three slices. Okay, I'm going to do four slices right now because it's... Yeah. I will do five. That may be enough for us for sandwiches. Oh, the audience just caught that. What? Oh, <laughs> not enough for y'all. Just for Cheryl, me, and Tim. <laughs> i tell you what, though. If you cook this at home, make it at home, God, you can have all of them. <laughs> there you go. True, true. Oh, reality sets in. It's tough sometimes. No, but we'll do this. Okay, our microwave just went off. So I'm going to check it. You know, and something else, high dollar man. Um, we can buy at our grocery store watermelon already cut into chunks. Mm-hmm. You get like 14 ounces of it, which is not very much. I bought a whole little personal watermelon, which is a little bit bigger than a, a cantaloupe. It's about basketball size, maybe a little bit smaller than a basketball, soccer ball size, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So what, what I do with it is I cut it in half end to end and then I cut those two halves in the quarter. So basically I take the whole melon and quarter it mm-hmm. and then I cut it into slices. 
and yeah. I put it in a big container and put it in the refrigerator. And then for watermelon, we pull it out. We have the rind on the end to use as a handle. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Munch it down, or if we want to slice some off into slices on our plate, we do that. But normally, we just put the container on the table, and that man, that's dessert lots of times. Two or three hunks of that. Yeah. But again, you got to do stuff to economize, man. So y'all check. You know, there's different ways to save money, even at the grocery store. Now, if you're not into cutting it all up and doing it all, then by all means, buy it already cut up. Okay. You know, you're paying for the labor a little bit. All right. Our bacon's in the microwave. I'm going to go about another two and a half minutes. Again, y'all, just want to make sure I don't overcook it. But at the same time, don't want to undercook it. Want it to be like Goldilocks. Perfect. <laughs> Something like that. All right. So, y'all, this is such a cool recipe. Quick and easy. It'll sit in the crock pot. So what you don't eat the first day, what you don't make with sandwiches, you can toss back in the, in the take the crock out, put it in the fridge and store it. You can swap it out and seal it up and store it. Um, I mean, if you leave it in the crock, heck, pull it out the next day, throw it back in the, in the body of the crock, turn it on low, let it heat back up. And you've got sandwiches again. But what a great deal if you're having good people over to watch the game. Just, you know, uh, an evening meal with friends. You know, they right. can toast their buns. Go by, fill it up. Because we're just going to scoop it right out of the crock pot. Right onto the bun. I mean, I probably see some people eat this open face with, you know, knife and fork. Kind of like, um, you know, corn, you know, hash on a, on a, on a piece of bread. Right. I could see that happening too. Oh ho! There's our bacon timer. So our skillet bacon should be about done. Let me give it a listen here. I still hear a little grease popping in here. Mm -hmm. So I think we're we've got a little more cooking to do there. I'm going to turn it off. Turn the heat off, but I'm just going to leave it on the skillet. I mean, leave it in the skillet. Leave it on the burner. Just let it rest. Set timer for three minutes. Let it rest right there. That's going to give me time to get my bun going here. Let's see how we're doing with our microwave bacon. I've got the air fryer, y'all, on 300 degrees. I'm going to put our bun in here open-faced. So I'm kind of opening it up. And it won't take but probably about a minute and a half to toast. Now, for scooping, what I've found the great thing to use is a pasta server. When you're going to be scooping this chicken, this cracked chicken out of the crock pot. Because, <laughs> the, the, you know, the pasta server is kind of open right. to where if there's a lot of liquid, it'll let some of that drain through. But it still works like a claw, so it'll grab it. You can take it and spread it out on your hoagie bun, spread it out. Then you add some crumbled bacon to the top of that. Add some, a slice of cheese over that. Squish the bun down. Mm. Oh, yeah. Ready Perfectly to go. There. Yeah. We're ready to go. All right. So let me crumble this bacon up right here. Get a little plate here. So I can crumble that up. Got my cheese slices right here ready to rock. And I'm just crumbling, just crumbling the bacon in my hand, y'all. It's crispy enough. It's just breaking up. Um, you may not even want to crumble it. You may just want to leave it a whole piece. Mm. 
you know, and just lay it on there a whole piece. So you got a little bit sticking out each side, so you can take a little bite of bacon. <laughs> okay. All right. Breakfast waffles, I do those in there too. They come out delicious. And man, y'all, I've started putting jam, strawberry jam on them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice it's option. Good. Yeah. It is. It'll make you go, mmm, I want another <laughs> one. <laughs> I think yesterday I made us, or maybe the day before, I made us some uh, grilled cheese sandwiches in the air fryer. Oh, uh, yes. That's delicious. Yeah. Perfect, man. Perfect. Yeah, because the inside, the bread inside is still kind of soft. Right. You know, and the outside's all crispy and grilled, and man, the cheese is all melty. Mm. Yeah. Man, so I had baby Swiss, American, white American cheese, and ham grilled cheese sandwich today. So good. Very nice. That, that's something to make you. I'll bite you for that. <laughs> okay. Well, and here. As I say, and with with like grilled cheese sandwiches, you can add in some flavor depending on the. If you like mustard, like I uh -huh. put in different types of mustard, and it tastes gives it different flavoring, like a brown mustard versus the yellow mustard. It's very good stuff. I had an old college roommate that would use um, a little bit of mayonnaise with dill. Oh, that sounds nice, too. Which gave it a really unique flavor. That yeah. was very good, very good. Okay, let me get our – I'm ready to scoop this out, see what we got going on here. Here's my pasta server. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I understand why this is called crack chicken. <laughs> I can tell you right now, we all going to want another sandwich. We all <laughs> are going to need another sandwich because one's not going to be enough. <laughs> all right. Scoop this out. And then you're going to put the bacon on. Plop it boom, right there on the middle of the bun. Yeah. Kind of spread it out. Yeah. Let me add, sprinkle some bacon on. I mean, I'm going to put a little more bacon on. Okay. Where's my cheese? Okay, a slice of cheese, two slices of cheese, because it's kind of, you know, it cover each end. All right, fold this dude shut. Okay, y'all, we're going to have to go, because I'm ready to eat. So, uh, hey, why don't we take a quick break right here? I'm going to take a bite of this. We're going to come back, finish out the show. Cheryl's going to read you this delicious recipe, and you'll be able to hear me tell you how good it is. Don't go anywhere. Cooking in the dark. We will be right back. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. Okay, y'all, we are back and, uh, this is delicious. <laughs> you must get chicken, cream cheese, cheddar cheese, ranch dip mix, and make this. Oh, man, it's good. Uh, yeah, crack chicken is an appropriate name for this. Hey, Cheryl, tell them what they're going to need. All right, so here we go. You need... Three chicken breasts. We decided boneless would probably be best. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two eight ounces packages of cream cheese. One packet ranch seasoning. 
one cup shredded cheddar cheese, one teaspoon garlic powder, eight slices of bacon cooked and crumbled. Oh, eight slices cheddar cheese. That's everything. That's it, y'all. Yeah. So the ranch dip mix is, oh, man, you know, ranch, like we were just talking a break there, ranch and, and cream cheese, they make everything good. Then you add bacon to it and more cheese. <laughs> And a little bit of chicken. Okay, I'm in. This stuff <laughs> is excellent. So you want to throw all your ingredients in. Remember, we cut up, we kind of cut the uh, the chicken breast down. Um, they will shred up pretty easily once they cook down too. I mean, four, three to, well, we went about three and a half hours mm-hmm. in the crock pot here. Everything's just a big old globby, delicious. Oh, yeah. This stuff, you could sit down with a spoon and just eat it right out of the crock pot. I'm telling you, so good. Um, let it go about three and a half hours. The bacon we cooked up in the skillet. Remember, you don't have to slice. I mean, you don't have to flip the bacon. I let it go on medium high for just about 10 minutes. And then I just let the skillet sit off for about another three to four minutes. And it was perfect. It was deliciously excellent, ready to be broken up and crispy down. Man, and eat it up. You might want to cut it in half to make it a little more manageable. Two little halves is better than one big half spilling all over the place. (laughs) But even if it spills out, guess what? Grab a fork or a spoon and gobble it up. It is delicious. Man, this is good. I understand cracked chicken. Like I said, it's an appropriate name for this. It is delicious. You will love it too. All right, y'all. She's Cheryl Cummings. I'm Dale Campbell. Tim the Magic Man is behind the scenes making us sound beautiful making us sound all cool and professional because if you get to know us, you're like, wow, really? (laughs) Just joking. Just joking. Y'all have a blessed day. God be with y'all. AMF. Cooking in the dark is a presentation of blind mice, mega mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the dark was produced by THC productions. Oh yeah.